Premier League and Champions League Picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time, your home for the lowest price, last minute tickets. Download the Game Time app today. Use the promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog's Pick'em for a chance to win 100x. Promo code PLGP at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. And we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Monday, the 19th of February. We are here to pick over the Premier League weekend, which is nine tenths of the way through. And then we've got Premier League and Champions League this midweek, so plenty of stuff to keep us going. Joining me eventually. Uh, there's been some confusion, Barry, over the start time of this week's episode. Uh, it's Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. How are you? What a shambles, Marla. Yeah, what I was here at 3.30, yeah. so, you know, all of the uh, the most astute of our listeners will have seen that it was scheduled for 3.30 as opposed to our Sunday night um, efforts. But, um, yeah, you weren't here. Uh, uncontacted for about 15 minutes, apparently. Sleeping, I believe. Is that right? Well... Let's just get things out of the way. First, we're 18 hours late, Barry, because of you. So let's not gloss over that bit. I was perfectly happy to do consistency. What people like, Barry, is consistency. You wanted to wine and dine and eat a bit of dinner, we all asked. Like, that was more important. I sat here on our lass's birthday last week. Um, you can't do a Sunday night. But so, yes, then, we agreed to move the show. But I don't know why I said 3.30, because it's very well documented. The two till four is nap time around here. So I don't know why I would agree to do the show. Slap bang in the middle of nap time. And I told Betty to wake me up. She had instructions to wake me up at 10 to four, ready for this at four o'clock. So I, everything was under control. So I'm not sure why I would have said 3.30 in the first place, Baz. So, yeah, one of those. Yeah. Let's not dwell but on it. Here we are, ready to go. Let's uh, not dwell on it. I mean, Callum. Callum was looking at Callum was waiting. Uh, James I'm, Mafia I'm was waiting. Uh, but Captain Sano's here. Captain Sano, how are you doing, Lee? Uh, Lee, we need to talk about, or Lee needs to talk about Lee this week because uh, Lee's been hitting the post with some very, very uh, fancy bets in the last couple of weeks. He's going to get one soon. Um, we'll come to that in a, in a minute. Uh, Ollie Beckett's joined us as well. Um, yeah, James has just woken up as well, so he's not judging me. Logan Wilkinson's joined as well. <laughs> no, yeah, Captain Sano has James is five hours behind us. He's got a bit more of a defence for just waking up. I have been out and turned the cogs of industry bars for three hours this morning. Well, well, well deserved in that. Uh, Courtney Shakers, Man United won, so she's turned up. Um, but Baz, 
it was a very, very good week of picks. A really nice weekend of picks. And I would say, Baz, I've had a little think back. Like, in its entirety, it might be the best slate we've put together in terms of between us. Sometimes one of us wins and the other one doesn't. Um, but we both did really, really well. Then we gave out all the different types of picks, Baz, because I think people listen to the show. You've got people like Lee, who are swinging for the fences. Like, Lee's trying to throw out 100 to 1 winners. You've got there'll be very few people who are playing one unit on all of our picks. There'll be people who listen to maybe consolidate the pick that they like to see what we say about a particular game that they like. There'll be some people who want the goal scorers and the actors. All kinds of different reasons. Some people just want to listen for the undeniable entertainment. And I think we did a little bit of everything, Barry, this weekend. You went seven for nine. I went six for nine. We did say when we were making the picks at the start of the show, we seemed to be on the same page for a lot of the games. Like it started with Brentford v Liverpool where I gave the match total. You gave the Liverpool team total. We hit. We gave two options on the Arsenal game. We hit. Um, Fulham v Villa, we made the same pick. I said it would be 2-1 to someone. I wasn't sure who. Um, we said Luton would end up as plucky under uh, plucky losers, which is exactly what they did. Um, absolutely everything just sort of hit and hit and hit, Baz. So the, the one I was delighted with was Forest as well. Forest West Ham, because I got the West Ham feed. And this was going to be the second half of the season and picking up a forest win at that price as well. So, yeah, reading it quite well, Baz, and absolutely over the moon with all of that. And I was pleased that uh, various people were sending us little winners and bet slips and uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, well done, Baz. I think we did a good job. Yeah, very good. Um, I mean, you've, you've mentioned all the main stuff. And as you say, the idea is we just put our ideas out there and you take the bits you like. So we did see people who, you know, accumulated sort of four or five of the picks and, and got the right ones and stuff and put some good winners out. So it's always nice when that works. The um, quick shout for the Saturday morning live. I did a live stream on a Saturday morning again, Mal. I put out a, a four to one winning treble on the lunchtime game. So we went off 11.30, put out a 12 o'clock kickoff, um, put a treble on four to one, that hit. Um, it might have been Callum who asked the question, and who do I fancy for scorers for the weekend? I gave Ivan Tony out again, which I gave at the at the on the podcast. But also I mentioned Gordon. Gordon playing through the middle. Knew he was yeah. going to play for Newcastle it was a good price. So I give out two scorers on that Saturday morning. That hit. And then I'm going to mention Lee now because Lee, um, who, who listens to the podcast, he's in YouTube now, and he always comes in on a Saturday morning and gives out his uh, not going to work Acker for the next week. One um, <laughs> Acker on four teams to win with both teams to score. It was Norwich, Villa, Golford, all hit, all won, all had both teams to score. And the final leg was Newcastle and a finish 2-2. So they were all winning quite early on, the other three. So when Newcastle equalised to go 1-1, because I'm on it, I followed it, um, I said, yes, we've got a chance here. We've got half an hour for Newcastle to get a winner. Straight away, Bournemouth go and go 2-1 two, uh, two up, which absolutely knocks it on the head. But then Newcastle come back, 92nd minute, and they get the equaliser, 2-2. So you had five or six minutes of a proper sweat where you think, if Newcastle can nick this winner here, yeah. it's worth 1,300 quid for a fiver. Um, so it was a great shout from Lee. I mean, if you think, if you the treble itself, if you put sort of trebles and fourfolds, I mean, it's a long shot for a reason, but it's good to get a bit of a sweat out of it. Like, um, very close, very unlucky Lee. Hopefully we'll... Uh, I'm going to keep following his... Uh, 
his little Saturday hackers because he's doing good with them and getting close. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I say, everyone's got their own little method, and I, I love shit like that. It's brilliant. Um, uh, Lloydo uh, has joined us in the chat. He done his conquers at here, Doc, at the weekend. And Harry, Chelsea fan. Um, we're going to talk about Chelsea later in the week because it's the cup final next weekend, and Chelsea played quite well on Saturday night, Baz. Looked dangerous, and Liverpool have just got a little wobble, a few injuries and stuff, and uh, I wonder if Harry's potentially sniffing a little bit of blood at the weekend. I uh, immediately watching that uh, Chelsea game. So I watched the Liverpool game at uh, lunchtime, and then I watched the Chelsea game, and you're just thinking they could be live here, and I haven't even looked at the prices yet. I wonder... I don't quite know how I would price that up, the uh, the Carlin Cup final next weekend, Baz. Um, are you getting the prices up now? No, no, I, see... I haven't looked ahead to it at all yet. I'm very much wanting to get this Liverpool game out of the way first and see how we can uh, we can look at it after that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, Serial joined us. Having to go to Newcastle for, I don't know why, you can get out. Um, Callum wants to talk about how good Darwin Nunes is, Baz, another... Crack and finish at the weekend. Excellent player. Yeah, he's garbage, isn't he? He's injured anyway. Nah, he's brilliant, man. What a finish. What a finish. Um, there's some breaking yeah, think, news yeah, as well, right? Is that something else they invented? Because uh, I did see someone on Twitter about someone saying nobody else would have took that goal like that. As if we'd oh, never yeah, seen yeah, anyone yeah, 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 before. Uh, going back to last week. But yeah, it was a great, it was a great finish. Um, absolutely. They definitely invented. He's a little bit injured, though, as is Jotter and everybody else. So, yeah, um, Harry, let us know if uh, if you fancy uh, Chelsea at the weekend and we'll cover that in full on the midweek show. Uh, yeah, so a little bit of breaking news then, Baz. Um, as we speak, Roy Hodgson has stepped down as Crystal Manager by virtue of being a very <laughs> old man. I didn't, I didn't know England. this until I came on and you said breaking news, Roy Hodgson's gone. And I thought, thought he was dead. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, you know, he's, he's at that age. He's at that age, and he went into hospital last week unwell. When you said he's gone, I thought that was it. He was a goner. Um, turns out he's just lost his job. No, no he, has, he is gone, but he hasn't gone from this mortal coil. He's just gone from managing Crystal Palace. Um, ah, it's a bit of a gamble, putting a long playing record on for Roy at the minute. Um, so that's the end of him. And who's taking over? Someone Glasner. What's his name? I Googled him a minute ago. Tyler Glasnow. Uh, is, he, is he not a baseball player? I think his first name is. I mean, it's. I, I, I was I was saying Tyler Glasnow. He's a baseball player, though, isn't he? With mates. What incredible knowledge, Baz. Well done. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's someone Glass. Philip, something, something German. Klaus, Adolf. Um, anyway, he's the old Eintracht Frankfurt manager. I know nothing about him. I'll, uh, we might try and find out a bit more about him. And then Sunderland sacked Michael Beale to do a Barry. Um, after a very impressive 12 games in charge, uh, in which he managed to lose a derby to Newcastle, um, alienates just about everybody at the club, um, and no one wanted him in the first place. So, well done to everyone concerned at Sunderland. Do you have any thoughts on that, Baz? I mean, it was just an odd appointment anyway. Um, and Sunderland fans never wanted him. And he's came in and he's behaved like a bit of a tit throughout his time there. He comes across as a proper bell end, uh, and it was always going to end badly and quickly. Um, and I don't think any Sunderland fans will be uh, disappointed that he's he's now gone and they can move on from that little episode. Yeah, uh, we are about 
three and a half hours away from kickoff in um, Everton nil, Crystal Palace nil. It's going to be on later tonight. Uh, live bars, what were your? I went for the over two and a half as a systems play here, just because it's an overs league and it's plus money. So I went for the over yeah, two sure. and a half I mean, in that one. What was your quickly? Because, um, as you know, I put out the over one and a half acre all 10 games, so we've had nine out of 10 so far. Yes, hit the over. on. Over one and a half. So we get two goals tonight. That cashes it around four to one, nine to two. Um, the other two and a half wasn't far off again, Malcolm. Um, what did we have? Man City game finished one one, and there was a two nil, wasn't there? Forest. Forest. Two nil. So again, we've had seven out of nine have hit over two and a half. We'll hit one of those ten leg over two and a half. Like we're going to hit one definitely. Thirteen weeks to go. It's coming. Um, but yeah, the pick for me is Palace. I've took Palace as an underdog. Purely as a value player, they're over four to one. You're getting about nine to two for them at the minute. Um, I've got Palace. They, they may not win, but I just thought it was value against an Everton team who who are unbeaten anyone at the minute. You never know. Yeah, I need to. I've got got a couple of uh, free builder bet spars. Just a couple of free. I've got ten pound fifty. I've got two five pounds and a fifty p. I don't know what Skybet expected to do with a 50 pence free bet. Um, I need to lay on the case on that one. I need to knock me up with 4,000 to one fucking build a bit. Um, so I just might take uh, over two and a half with Everton to win and then the over two and a half with Palace to win. I'm just trying to uh, chip up a little bit of a little bit of uh, Baseball sort of betting money, that kind of thing. So I'll have a look. So if anyone's got any builder bets um, that they can throw my way for Palace Everton, um, get involved in that one. I was going to mention the over one and a half. Okay, yeah, uh, Courtney's saying that it was uh, it was close, and the over two and a half. Um, we'll definitely get one of them in between now and the end of the season. Um, eye catchers, Baz. I mean, disappointing again for Manchester City, but I did think Chelsea looked good. Harry's. Uh, we just asked him about the uh, the cup final. Um, yeah, he's more of a fingers crossed than confident. Uh, Harry saying at the minute, but he just like the cards in that game with Paul Tierney as referee. Um, I mean, we're Chelsea, Chelsea though, Mark, they've, got, they've got the ability to show up and, and look good in individual games. Just stringing stringing any kind of streak together, isn't it? Is the problem for them um, because they look, you know, they had that four four against Man City where they look good as well. Uh, so it's not the first time they've they've turned up and put in a bit of a performance in these games, but it's whether they can get the consistency going to to really lift them up the league and, and nick a nick a European spot. Um, Callum's throwing out the Dean Henderson saves. We've got Callum loves the saves. I'll still fire that in my build a bit later on. Then um, Henderson saves with some goals and some other stuff. And then the, really the only other two teams I wanted to mention, Baz, was Burnley and Sheffield United. Because honestly, what's the point? I've decided, Baz, unless a team gets to 25 points, they shouldn't be allowed back in the Premier League for three years. <laughs> this, they're just not even trying. Well, they're both I mean, the Sheffield United is a disgrace, really. Um, it's the sixth time this season they've conceded five or more goals. Six times. It's unbelievable. It, like Teams don't concede five goals very often, even bad teams. Don't concede five goals on regular. To do it six times in a season is absolutely astonishing. And twice in the space of a few weeks against Brighton, they've done it. Um, the challenge from Holgate was ridiculous. I can't believe he stood up and complained that he was getting a yellow card um, before the referee went and looked at it. 
But yeah, I, you say about eye catchers, and I did look down the list and think who caught the eye because really, Arsenal and Liverpool got good wins, but they just did what you yeah. expected them to do, didn't they? Um, no surprises there in any of those. Luton looked good again. Really unfortunate not to get something from that game. Uh, it was an absolute disgrace because Casemiro didn't get sent off for a second yellow. Um, and I thought they, they played well. And as you said, it was exactly how you said it would be. Man, you would, would win. But, um, you know, Luton did, did put up a good effort. That match, Barry, was the eighth time this season Man United have let up 20 or more shots in a game. Uh, Liverpool have let up 20 or more shots twice since 2017. Twice in seven years, Man United have done it eight times this season. Um, and Gary Neville's sitting there saying they'll fancy sneaking into the top four. They've got hard games to play and they're still dog shit. So I will absolutely be out on them between now and the end of the season. Uh, as Riley joins us and says, hello, how are you doing? Um, right, but we've got some... Uh, there's two Prem games to pick. Are they left over from the uh, Club World Cup or something? Yeah, uh, so I think so. They're, they're sort of rearranged fixtures, aren't they? Uh, Luton, yeah. game was, Luton missed a couple of games and they're home games at the start of yeah. the season. And then, of course, Man City had had games off due to Club World Cup. And then we have the second slate of round of, um, what, 16, is it? 32, 16, who knows? Um, round of 32 games in the Champions League. Uh, there's four more games this week. Um, and we did well last week when we handicapped the Champions League. Uh, so, fingers crossed, we can go again. Let's tell you first about game time. Are back. Um Tickets. Tickets is good. Uh, it can be a pain in the arse to get them. We go game time. Uh, help you sort all that out. It's the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for sport, music, comedy and theatre. You get killer deals on last-minute tickets, the best price guarantee. Um, you get protection against event cancellation and all sorts of stuff. Now, the game time guarantee credits you 110% of the difference um, if you can find a ticket in the same section or all for less. Uh, so buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are in business. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And Underdog Fantasy, um, a great way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long. NBA, NHL and college basketball. Simply pick high or lower on your favourite players, fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays. Um, watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog, double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy promo code is PLGP. I just said SGPN. Don't use that one, use ours. Uh, promo code P-L-G-P. The college baseball season started on Friday and Noah was absolutely all over it like a rash. Uh, probably the third hardest working man at the network behind me in Moonath. Uh, but Noah's great and uh, the college baseball was excellent. So, um, And Serial shouting up the Discord, um, the football soccer Discord, saying that uh, there's loads of people and live players in there. So, um, yeah, getting the Discord. Uh, Serial is absolutely right. Right, Premier League football on Tuesday night. 7.30 kickoff, 2.30 Eastern time. Manchester City 
taking on Brentford. Manchester City are one to five, minus five hundred. The draw is six to one, and Brentford are fourteen to one. Um, tricky, ugly one because you've got a one to five favourite, um, and you've got a one to five favourite who came off a one-one home draw just a couple of days ago. Um, then looking back through that form, Baz, as much as they've been winning uh, before Saturday. They haven't been totally smashing teams. I think, it, actually, I com- compared them to Arsenal and Liverpool. And where Arsenal and Liverpool regularly put in a five, a six, a four, uh, all, in fact, they all did that the last two weeks. Manchester City have just been sneaking past teams by one or two goals. Like, um, So it, it's it's not easy just to dismiss this and say Man City will win three or four. Because that's what actually what I did at the weekend. I just said, I'm not even looking at this. Chelsea are dog shit. Man City will batter them. And I was completely nutly wrong. Um, however, I'm not having Brentford either. Like um, for 20 minutes at the weekend, they were okay against Liverpool. Um, they were quite competitive. They defended incredibly badly, mad defending, in fact. Um, if you watch match of the day, they tried to explain what Brentford were trying to play out when Brentford had an attacking set piece that they would try and hem them in, and it just didn't work. One ball over the top, and they were fucked. Um, so what what I have noticed about Brentford, especially away from home, bats and the stats back this up, is they've turned into a right shit house team. Um, old Thomas Frank, little twisty face, he's all shits and giggles when they're winning. Uh, the minute it's not going his way, he does nothing but must be a German trade. He's the same as Bleeding Klopp. Um, and this game is absolutely primed for shit housery. Um, they're just going to try and get beat by as few as possible. Like um, Brentford had. 29 yellow cards in their 11 away games, Baz, uh, which is quite a lot. But in the 13 games they've lost this season, they've had 31 um, yellow cards in those losses. They don't take it very well. They're not very good at it. Um, the Brentford team cards here, Baz, the line set at two and a half. Um, so that the, the, the stats blow that away in both the away games and in the games they lose. This is an away game that they're going to lose. The over two and a half Brentford team cards is nine to ten, Baz, minus one, one, one. So in a game where I didn't really fancy anything to do with the one to five home favourites, um, I love this Brentford team cards play, Baz. Yeah, nice little angle in, something a bit different to the usual yeah. predictable stuff that we put out on Man City, which is where I've gone. Um, obviously, disappointing result and disappointing performance for Man City against Chelsea. It is a really good chance, though, to bounce back against Brentford, who are shipping goals at an alarming rate. They've conceded three or more goals in five of the last seven games. They've lost eight of the last ten in the league, and they did face City just a couple of weeks ago, and they lost 3-1 in that one. Having took a first-half lead as well, Foden got the hat-rick, didn't he? So they're always conceding three regularly. But even that's odds on here. Eight to eleven for City to score three goals this week. So that I couldn't go there. But what's also hitting regularly is the over three and a half match total in Brentford games. Six of the last seven have gone over three and a half goals. And four of City's last six have also gone over three and a half goals. Because we know they're always capable of conceding. So even money, I think, is a really good price for the over three and a half. As you said last week, over three and a half to the new over two and a half. And with these two teams, it just looks a good price. Because Brentford, as you say, defending like shit at the moment. Uh, City might win it 4-0. They might win it 3-1. But I think either way, we can get the three and a half goals. And I think it's a better option than the 8-11 to for City team total. So for me, Man City v Brentford, it's over three and a half goals at evens. 
a similar handicap, Spurs, because we handicapped City against Copenhagen last week and got the 3-1, right? We handicapped Liverpool against Brentford and we factored Brentford into that, saying they could get a goal. Um, and it's an almost identical kind of thing. So I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Brentford for a goal at the weekend. I said Liverpool will win. They'll go yeah. win 3-1 or something. But I, I thought Ivan Tony was a good shout for a goal. Because they'll, you know, they'll compete at the other end. They just can't, can't keep people out. I... Um, the second game uh, this week, the only other Premier League game, takes place on Wednesday night, uh, 7.30 kickoff again. And it's Liverpool taking on Luton Town. And we have another 1-5 to favourite. So Liverpool are 1-5. to Luton are 6-1. to Sorry, the draw is six to one, and Luton Town are twelve to one. Luton were fourteens yesterday when I priced this up, uh, so a little bit of money for Luton, probably due to these Liverpool injuries, Baz. But um, a second very short price jolly of the week. So what do you do with this one? Less predictable here, Malcolm. I've put this one down. I had us down as doing the four Champions League and then moving to the Premier League. So I thought this was going to be my big finale here. Um, okay. Built it up, and I've got quite a big handicap here. So. Liverpool have won six of the last seven games in the league. They lost to Arsenal, of course. And they've scored three or more goals in five of those six wins. And they've won by two or more goals in all six of the games. At home, they've not lost all season. Only Arsenal took a draw. Man United took a draw at Anfield. So, home form is rock solid. So, it's obvious, isn't it? Liverpool are going to win. They're going to score three. And they're going to win at least two goals. But you're not going to get any kind of odds for any of those things happening. So... Here goes me making a wild case for Luton at 12 yes, to 1. Barry, Barry. First of all, I mean, yesterday's performance versus Man United, I thought we were really unlucky. It was a good performance. And it's not the first time we've seen that. They've competed in games against Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool in the past. And they could compete again here. It's 12 to 1. It's 12 to 1 for a reason. That's that's fine. But their recent scoring forms good. They scored four against Newcastle, four against Brighton. They put two past Chelsea, three past Arsenal. They scored against Man City and they scored in 12 consecutive games now. Nobody shut them out for 12 games in the Premier League. And I mentioned at the weekend, I'm always confident Liverpool conceding. It paid off at the weekend when I took Ivan Tony. They'll likely concede again in this game because Luton will score. Luton score every week. The other thing which, which goes in Luton's favour was the 1-1 in the reverse fixture. It took a 95th minute equaliser for Liverpool to avoid defeat to Luton earlier in the season. So they've already competed for against them in a game already. Oh, fair enough, they're going to Anfield now. It's a different challenge. But it's 12-1. to 1. And I said last week, Luton's best form is away from home at the moment. They're unbeaten in the last five. And I just give them a chance. There's a chance. And at 12-1, to 1, it's, it's tempting. And let's talk about Liverpool for a second. Because they're absolutely being hammered by injuries. Alisson was out at the weekend and might miss out again. Jones, Jota and Darwin all went off injured at the weekend. Might not be able to play midweek. Trent and Sobersly were already injured. Won't play midweek. And there's a report on Twitter that Salah wasn't great. He came. He was rushed back. They wanted, he was on the bench. They wouldn't have wanted to bring him on early in that game, but they had to. And there was a report on Twitter that he might have had, had a bit of a sort of pull at the end of that game and, and might miss the midweek. I don't know how reliable that is, but if it if it does come off, then, then that's another big loss. Either way, they're going to be missing some massive key players for this game. And let's not forget, they've got a cup final at the weekend. So a lot of those players, they, they might either not want to risk them, or if they do risk them, do those players want to go full throttle in this game with a Wembley final coming up on Sunday? 
there's just a chance there might be some complacency. So I think there's there's lots of reasons that it's a stretch to get to Luton. It is. It's it's Liverpool at Anfield. There's lots of reasons though. I think which which Luton can take some hope from. It's twelve to one though, Malcolm. It's twelve to one. Two picks here, Malcolm. Two picks. One for the brave and one for the cautious. Luton to beat Liverpool at twelve to one. That's where I've gone. Uh, and for the cautious, because I know we've got people who will think that is absolutely mad. I take Luton plus two on the Asian handicap at evens because they've only lost by three goals twice. They were the first two games of the season. They lost by two goals. Since then, they've been competitive in every game. So, so plus two Asian handicap means if Liverpool go and win by two, which they invariably do, you still get your money back. If Liverpool win by one or anything better than that, you cash a Luton bet. I think Luton on the handicap are a, are, a, are a decent bet. But for me, let's just have the big dog. Luton to beat Liverpool. I just want to get involved in Luton here. I think they've got a chance. I even looked at the goals. Luton have scored two or more, uh, 100 to 30. Three or more was about 14 to 1. Yeah, Liverpool. Let's hope Liverpool are absolutely ravaged by those injuries midweek and don't want to take any chances. I, I know they, they, they can't take the game easy because they've got the Premier League title to go for yeah. as well. Well, that cup final is on the horizon. It's there. There's a trophy on Sunday available. That could play in their minds. Um, I've got no problem with it at all, Baz. Um, it just the if they weren't if they were sitting in third or fourth, maybe five points off the top. The fact that they're still sort of fighting for it um, gives you a little bit. And but I, I completely agree with you. I think they're absolutely live. Um, the three words, Barry, will convince all of our American listeners. All you had to say there, Baz, was look ahead spot. They love that, don't they? It's nearly it's like the revenge game. That's the two things you said. So look ahead spot this for Liverpool. Um, did all the so you've sold that one across the uh, across the ocean. I've also factored Luton in, but I've taken a, a price that's about fourteen times uh, lower than the one you've taken, just because I want something to do with Luton um, again. All the reasons you've said, one to five shots, no use to anyone. Scoring tons of goals, but key injuries, and you've got the the look ahead spot. It's a no clean sheet and four for me. They conceded at home to Burnley. Um, not that Burnley are particularly a good comparison to Luton at the minute. They conceded two to Norwich in the cup. Uh, they conceded to Chelsea. They conceded two to uh, Newcastle. All at Anfield recently. So I'm just going to give Luton a goal, Baz. Luton have scored at least one in eleven straight games. Um, and can will cause them at real problems. So um you threw out a cautious one. If you want to go mega cautious, both teams to score Baz is four to five. Um we said it normally they're they're all hanging around four to seven now in the Premier League. So you get a four to five shot. Um and the, the stats absolutely back it up. So both teams to score four to five minus one twenty five. Um okay. We will head into the Champions League. Uh, first, tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Uh, win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets. It's a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research NBA and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Put your parlay ideas into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by like um, expected probabilities for the parlay, sort players by hit rate, all sorts of good stuff. Stop it in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. 
start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Okay, let me get my Champions League page up here. Game start on Tuesday evening, 8 o'clock. Kickoffs, all of them. Uh, two on Tuesday, two on Wednesday. And we will start with Inter Milan against Atletico Madrid. Um, Inter Milan are 4 to 5, minus 125. The draw 13 to 5, plus 260. And Atletico are out to 4 to 1. Uh, they were a little bit of Burlington Bertie yesterday, but they're out to 4 to 1 now. Um, so Inter Milan, uh, flying, absolutely flying at home. Um, nine point lead in Syria. They have won six in a row. Um, in amongst those last six consecutive wins, they've got a five goal haul. They've got two four goal hauls. Um, they've won ten or twelve at home. It's rock solid. Really, really hard to pick a hole. Um, in in the Milan. So I thought they go Madrid a fourth in La Liga, and they're going along okay. But absolutely, their season is built on the home form. Um, they've won 12 and drawn one at home in the league. Away from home, won four, drawn two, lost six. Totally incomparable. Um, they only won one of the three away games in the group stage. Uh, they couldn't beat Celtic uh, away. We know what we think of the Scottish Premier League. So, I had no urge at all just to get away from Inter on the money line. Um, a very good team who keep winning at home against an OK team who don't win very often away. Four to five's a reasonable price, but um, keep it simple, Inter Milan money line, please. Yeah, team right, for exactly the same reasons. Um, I mean, as you say, Inter Milan are absolutely flying. Nine points clear at the top of Serie A. They've also got a game in hand in that as well. So they could go 12 ahead. They've won eight in a row, kept four clean sheets in the last five games. Haven't lost a match inside 90 minutes since September. And I picked out exactly the same thing with you with that let it go. Is that home and away form? 37 points from 39 at home. They're comfortably clear in the home form table in the La Liga. 37 at home and only 14 points away from home. And similar story in the Champions League. They won the three home games, scored 11 goals. But away from home, they won one, drew two, scored just six. So they are unbeaten in the Champions League. But I do think Inter's a step up from anyone they faced in that group stage. And, and Inter are just consistent home or away. They've only conceded 12 goals in Serie A in 24 games. In the Champions League, they won three games in the group. And all of them were just by a single goal. That was what sort of put me off any sort of needing to push any handicaps or anything here. And also the goals, if I was going to go goal lines, I would probably lean to the unders, if anything. But but that's a bit short, four to six. I think Inter will win, though. I think, like you, I think Inter will probably win one nil or two nil here. Um, and the pick for me is Inter to be, I'll let it go at four to five. Okay, team ride. Looks like a bit of a team ride in the chat as well. That one nil or two nil win is exactly what Harry's given us. Uh, James fancies it as well. Serials uh, big and facetious. Um, as per usual, the other game on Tuesday is. PSV Eindhoven against Borussia Dortmund. PSV are uh, 15 to 13 plus 115. The draw is 13 to 5 plus 260. Dortmund are 21 to 10 plus 210. Actually, maybe 11 to 5 plus 220. Drifted out a tenth of a point, Baz. Dortmund, give us a winner. 
Yeah, so two teams here in very similar form domestically. PSV have lost just once in the last 16 games, albeit in the Dutch league, of course. Uh, that was a cup defeat to Feyenoord. And Dortmund have got no defeat in nine competitive games now. They do have a lot of draws. So we're talking about serious talk about the, the inter-game can't be a draw. Uh, Dortmund games can definitely be a draw because they've had tons of them. Similar records for the two in the group stage. Dortmund topped their group with three wins, two draws, one uh, three wins, two draws, one loss. PSV, two wins, three draws, one loss. So very close. Not a lot to split the team in terms of the form lines. But I was looking at the goals here. And the overs is a very short price. And I'm not sure I can understand why. Because PSV saw three of their six group games go under two and a half goals, including two of their three home games. And Dortmund, five of their six Champions League games so far have gone under two and a half goals. And domestically, there's even more form there for PSV. Because five of their last six domestic games have gone under as well. And Dortmund have just had two unders in the last three. So there's unders all over the form lines for both teams. And remember, these are first legs. Nobody wants to lose it in the first leg. There's a chance that these could be sort of cagey affairs. Three of the four fixtures last week went under two and a half. And they were games where we were, you know, I, I picked goals in a buying game, for example, and it just didn't work out that way. And I think this could be similar. I hate taking unders in games, hate backing unders, but the prices and the form lines just lead you here on this occasion. So the pick for me, PSV v Dortmund, is under two and a half goals at six to five. Um, well, you've given that out, Vaz. The entire chat leapt on it as you were given your handicap. Um, and I completely and utterly agree. Just that you can't get away from it, can you? Um, PSV, that perfect home record, although the, it, the, it's the form line that's questionable. It's, it's impressive, undoubtedly impressive. Um, Dortmund, on the other hand, they've, only, like, they've won 11 of 22 games, eight draws in there, um, but they don't get beat. So that puts me off PSV a little bit. Um, although they have one of 11 11, um, Dortmund are a better side. I, just, I can't get away from the draw. Absolutely. Um, neither team were brilliant in the group. I saw Dortmund up here, thought they were a little bit lucky to win. Um, apart from the crossbar, probably would have finished 1 um, 1 again. They beat us 1 0. Uh, so, Lee, completely agree with you. Uh, 13 to 5 plus 260. And it is 100% the 1-1 one, one draw of the week, Matthew. It's Malcolm's 1-1 one, one draw of the week. Both teams scored a goal. Wee, there we go. There you, I haven't had a, one of them for a few weeks, Pat, so we blew the dust off that. Everybody <laughs> knew uh, that it's the 1-1 one, one draw of the week. 6-1, so to one, Baz. Uh, PSV 1, Borussia Dortmund 1. Um Right, so my laptop's trying to get me to renew my antivirus, Buzz. Uh, probably a terrible time for that. No, go away. Hang on. No. That's probably I'm not very good at the old computer, Buzz. It's all right, I fixed it. I clicked on no, we're back in the game. Um, right, what are we doing? Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Um, FC Porto take on Arsenal. FC Porto are 9-2, plus 4.50. The draw is yeah, it's drifted a bit. Thirteen to five plus two sixty. Arsenal round about seven to ten minus one forty two. Um, so Porto, bit like um, PSV really. They're third in the league. They're doing okay, but it is a very average league. Um, they've won eight of eleven at home, and have had four consecutive clean sheets at home. Um, 
just the opposition doesn't really uh, inspire an awful lot of faith in those form lines. Um, and clean sheets at home also when Arsenal are coming, because Arsenal absolutely fly. And Arsenal have won 11-0 this week in two away games. I'm against West Ham and Burnley. So I thought this was really, really quite tricky, Baz. Um, the Arsenal, Arsenal priced up really awkwardly. It's that awkward spot at 7-10, minus 142, that you don't really feel comfortable giving out. Um, I would have backed them if they were a bit bigger, but obviously they're not. I'm ignoring Porto's clean sheet streak at home, Barry. Um, they conceded three at home to Shakhtar in the group stage. And Arsenal are just absolutely full of goals. Uh, and Arsenal are a level above what Porto have faced so far. So it's an Arsenal team total, Baz. Um, over one and a half Arsenal goals is four to five, which is minus 125. I think it's a decent price because I think the books have factored in that Porto have been relatively stingy at home. Uh, so that makes the Arsenal price for me. Another team ride, Malcolm. And there's a, there's a lot in the chat who, who agree there'll be goals in this one. Um, some people think in Arsenal will get a few of them. And Harry Doyle is saying, apart from recently, Arsenal away wins are, are quite often tight ones. So maybe rather than the handicap, you go with the goals. He thinks possibly a 2-1 Arsenal. But same as you, Porto, you know, going well. You know, they were top scorers in the group, 15 in six games. And Arsenal top scored in their group with 16 in six games. So it does look like potential goals. And yeah, 31 goals between the two sides in the group stages. And Arsenal, as you mentioned, they're just in good goal-scoring form at the moment. They've won five in a row. They scored 21 in those five games. They've played a lot of strugglers in that run, let's be honest. But they also had a good three-goal victory against Liverpool, 3-1, where they got three goals. I mean, not, not a three-goal margin. But yeah, I agree with you. I think Arsenal will, will get past Porto over the two legs. And I think they'll get off to a good start here. And I think the team total for Arsenal to score two or more in the current goal-scoring form, full of confidence, uh, looks good to me. So, same pick, Porto v Arsenal. Arsenal to score two or more at four to five. Um, James fancies a red card. Porto, ill-disciplined Porto team. Uh, that price is 92, James, uh, plus 450 uh, for a red card in the match. Uh, the final game on the slate sees Napoli take on... Uh, Barcelona, Napoli are it's a match on the books actually 8-5 to five plus 160 each of two with the draw at 5-2 to two plus 250 bars. so the books can't split them uh, can you? Yes I can and yeah, it's hard, I mean, you look at it to start with, it's hard to know where to start with these two really Napoli have absolutely fallen off a cliff since last season they won the league last season by 16 points, this season they're sitting down in ninth in the league and they've already conceded as many goals in 24 games as they conceded in the whole of last season. So defensively, absolutely struggling. They're just not winning many games. Just three wins in the last 11 for Napoli. And they've been shut out six times in the last 11. So it's not just the defence that's regressed. Going forward, they're struggling as well. Uh, they only had to overcome Braga and Union Berlin to get through their group. They lost both the ties against Real Madrid, who topped the group. And as for Trent, six of the last ten went under two and a half goals and seven of the last ten Napoli games saw both teams to score no. So plenty of leans towards the unders there. Looking at Barcelona, third in La Liga, eight points behind Real Madrid would suggest that they'll probably have too much to do to push for a title this season. 
They are still scoring plenty. They're averaging more than two goals a game. Only Real have scored more than them this season. But like Napoli, the defence is absolutely getting a hammering. Barcelona last season conceded 20 goals in the whole season in La Liga. They've conceded 34 already this season. Almost double what their full season was. They've got the worst defensive record in the top half of La Liga. And only five teams have conceded more from them in La Liga. They've only got three clean sheets, I think, in the last 20 games. So, really, really struggling at that end. But they are scoring plenty of goals. They did top the group. They still managed to throw in the seats to Shakhtar and the Whipping Boys Antwerp, albeit last day of the group stage where Barcelona didn't need the win. Trends for Barcelona, though, go the opposite to Napoli. Eight of the last nine went over two and a half. And the same eight all went over uh, both teams to score yes. So I dodged the goals because one way is pulling us... Each one team's pulling us one direction. Barcelona's going the other direction. And I decided just to go with Barcelona here. Because Napoli, they've lost seven games at home already this season. For a team who were absolutely on fire last season, you know, it's a massive drop-off. And, and good teams, when good teams go there, they go there and win. Inter have been there twice and won. Real Madrid went there and won. And I think Barcelona will go there and win. Napoli just still appear to be all over the place, where Barcelona are showing signs of a bit of consistency in recent recent weeks. That they look to have sort of levelled out a bit, where, where Napoli, you just can't trust them at the moment. So I think at the prices, as a coin toss, although Napoli is at home, I don't think there's any reason to fear that the the fact it's a home game for them. I'll take Barcelona to beat Napoli at 13-8. to eight. Um. Team right, Baz. We're uh, we're on par again. I think this is probably a good sign because uh, we were on the same page a lot at the weekend, and it paid off. And I've got the same pick, Baz. Barcelona. Obviously, all the stats that you've given out. Barcelona's away forms fine. Um, they're unbeaten away in the league. Uh, won seven and drawn five. They've won six of the last eight, and I boiled it down to Barry. Who's the better team? I think Barcelona are better than Napoli. And who's in better form? I think Barcelona are better form than Napoli. And that's it. And you want to give me your to heads or tails here, both at the same price. Um, so the two. It worked last week. We, we Quite a similar game, Baz, last week. Um, Madrid in, was it Leipzig? Um, and we got Madrid to turn them over at a nice price. Similar price, wasn't it? Plus, plus 155, six to four, something along those lines. Um, so yeah, eight to five plus 160, Baz. I will co-sign all of that, um, and I'll take Barcelona. Um, what Harry's thrown out here, we've got Bilbao versus Girona tonight, um, and Bilbao is the pick in Sane home form. So if you want something to double up with Crystal Palace tonight, uh, Atletico Bilbao is the answer. Baz, I think we've done it. Um, I have got no exotic shit whatsoever, because, as you pointed out, I was asleep. Uh, do you have anything else to add? No, I was going to look at the AFL, but I haven't had a chance to do it. A uh, busy day with work today. So that's it from me. No no exotic stuff, but I might... Um, I'll have a look at the AFL. I'll certainly put it in the Discord and Telegram and stuff like that over the next couple of days. Because there is quite a lot of other stuff going on. Uh, as you know, the Europa League, I dodged entirely last weekend, uh, last midweek. And I was glad I did. You look at the results in that, and it's just horrible. Like It's impossible to pick winners in that competition. There's a lot of goals and red cards and I noticed. Certainly, I just think first legs, it's been a long break, hasn't it, between yeah. the knockout stages and, and now. Uh, and, and someone had asked me, have you got any picks for the Europa stuff tonight? And I was like, no, I just want to watch 
and see how the, this round goes before seeing who you can trust and who you can't. Because some teams will take that competition seriously and, and others won't until it gets very late in the in the competition. So, yeah, dodged all of that. But, um, yeah, for now, that, that is my picks for this week and we'll see what else we pick up later in the week. Perfect. Well, we'll be back again. It's a short turnaround Wednesday night um, after just about at the full-time whistles of these Champions League games. Uh, we'll come back on Wednesday night and get stuck into the uh, the weekend, which is the Premier League and the Carabao Cup final. Uh, Chelsea taking on Liverpool. Uh, Basley's asking for the Telegram link, so you can send him that. Um, thanks, everyone. Uh, buzzing in the chat again today. So it's the time of day, or what? But, um, and loads of uh, loads of good bets being thrown out. Loads of chat. Um, enjoy the Premier League tonight. Enjoy the Champions League and Prem over the next couple of nights. We'll be back on Wednesday night. Um, bigger friend, tell a friend, like, subscribe, thumbs up, all of that malarkey. Um, and we will see you down the road. Cheers.